Welcome to Dream Vacations with Lori and Greg Schuss. If you love to travel, our team of travel advisors are here to help you plan that special vacation, whether it's a cruise, a tour, a resort, or even a luxury villa. We bring the best vacation experts on our show, so sit back and enjoy today's podcast from Dream Vacations. Well, welcome back, listeners, viewers uh, to the show. Charlie McDermott here, as always, co-host, producer of the show, here with Greg. Greg, um, you're you're on your own today. What's going on? Usually, I would have Lori with me. She's she's a bit under the weather right now, so uh, yeah. so she she told me I had to do this. So here I am. You know. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did because. Uh, you know, I, I, I always look at this as, I don't know, vacation for my mind, you know, listening to these awesome stories of where you guys have gone. And then, of course, the guests that you bring on, fabulous. And I see you have a guest today. Who, who's with us? We have Glenn Letch. He is director of sales for VBT Bike, Va- Bike Vacations. Ah. Um, and I think he also is sales director for Country Walkers as well. But today we're going to talk about bike vacations all over the world. I love it. How are you doing, Glenn? I'm great. I am doing fantastic and doing what I like to do best, which is talk about our incredible bicycling vacations. And uh, as you alluded to, yes, Country Walkers is under my wing as well. Um, But what we do most of in our company is on a bicycle. So uh, it's always great to talk about that. And I, um, I, again, it's great. You, 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 you hear this so often every time that we do an episode, it seems like I go, that's on my bucket list. I mean, uh, uh, biking, whatever, you know, someplace in Europe. Uh, I, I love bikes. I, I spend most of my travel time on a bike. Rarely am I in a car, um, fortunately because of where I live. But uh, I guess let me ask the first question, Glenn, because I'm sure this is like the first thing that you probably hear level of experience you know to take a bike vacation or bicycle vacation do i need to be an experienced biker do i have to be like a greg lamont reincarnate well he's not dead but you know you know yeah yeah (laughs) yeah you don't need to go fit it get fitted for a a special uniform to join our tours you're it's very mainstream audience um we do like to make sure that you know how to ride a bike and pedal a bike um, oh, you don't give lessons yeah we we well sometimes we might have to at times <laughs> but you know like everyone says once you learn a bike you never forget it but we literally will have people join us after not being on a bike for 20 30 years of their life um they get back on it and um are able to enjoy the tour but no, you don't have to be a super experienced cyclist. If you are, that's great. We have bikes and options for you to really pedal as much as you'd like to do. If you're not, uh, you can go and enjoy because it is a vacation. It's not a race. It's not a, a challenge, you know, you know, going up against your friends to see who can get to dinner faster. Um, you're really, like you mentioned, enjoying your vacation with the best window seat in the world, which is on a bicycle. I'll tell you. Yeah, there's the, that and walking. I mean, it, you know, even in, in our neighborhood, we take our, our dog out for a walk. You know, the, the things you see mm-hmm. that you normally don't when you're just zipping by in a car, even even in a neighborhood where it's 15, 20 miles an hour. Um, so, oh, uh, yeah. wow, wow. So, 
the bikes themselves and are they like you have different options and we do we do so really our, our biggest most popular option these days is e-bikes electronic ah. assist bikes so uh with that um you know a lot of times people say well that's cheating but it's not because our bikes require you to pedal to make them move um they're heavier a uh, little bit getting used to so when you talk about a lesson on tour they're brought day one before anyone gets on the saddle and, and told how to ride these bikes and how to make them work to the best efficiency. But what they've done is opened up an incredible amount of, um, of tour life to people that, again, wouldn't necessarily jump and go on a bike tour. And then we uh, also do road bikes on just about every tour. There's a couple of spots they are not really necessary, like Holland. Um, and then we also do a hybrid bike. So in between upright position, no motor on it, but made to, uh, make you feel really comfortable as you're cruising along on tour. Um, as I mentioned, e-bikes are our most popular, um, over 50% of our guests are now requesting e-bikes on a tour. Yeah. yeah. How about that? So that, that then speaks to kind of the level of difficulty, you know, our different, tours you know kind of created based on difficulty levels sure yeah we we do rate them so we our official ratings are easy to challenging you know in different levels so there's easy easy to moderate moderate and we know what could be easy for me is challenging for you and so forth um very few would we consider really challenging and because the e-bikes they've kind of kicked back a little bit in their rating for the most part, our, if you looked at our over 60 tours that we offer, um, probably 80% of those would be that easy to moderate and then very few, you know, moderate to challenging tours. Um, but clearly rated, and a lot of times people go to a rating as what's the miles? How many miles? It's mm -hmm. not necessarily that. It's the terrain. It's the you know, the sustained up and downs, the mileage of maybe over the course of the entire tour. That's a factor when the uh, product directors go around and design these tours. Wow. So hey, Glenn, okay. Glenn, do, you find, do you find that most of your, of the clients uh, that take the bike tours were like, like 40 plus, I mean, 40 to 50 to 60 years old? Yeah, we, um, so definitely 50 plus, uh, we do have younger people that go, we go as young as 13 on our tour, younger than that. We just don't have the equipment or really a lot of great interest built into the tour for kids at this point that could change. Um, but yeah, definitely 50 plus. And with that e-bike that I keep mentioning, our upper end age mm -hmm. has grown into the 80s for a lot of people so people in their 80s going on tour people in their 50s going on tour which is our traditional kind of age bracket so our average age is actually up into the low 60s now on bike tours um and uh again everybody functions quite well because there's a bike and opportunity to ride at your own pace for everybody very very cool so you'd mentioned glenn there you do 60 tours which um, you probably don't go through the whole list when, when someone's interested, but you know, to narrow it down, they're like, what, what are the most popular bicycle tours? Certainly, yeah. So, we uh, we pretty much move into Croatia for the month of September, um, that's our most popular destination because yeah. we offer that in several ways. Uh, we do a traditional land based bike tour, 
We do a self-guided bike tour, and then we do our very popular, so popular it didn't even make the catalog, one of the boats for next year uh, because it's already sold out. Um, but we do two small ships in Croatia. So you live aboard a boat, you have your traditional bike tour. They are your, it's just your accommodation is going to be this great vessel that's just our group and moving through the Dalmatian Islands. So, um, wow. so Croatia, Italy, top to bottom, side to side, we have great offerings. Um, you know, very popular. People have gone the traditional ways to Italy, but have they ever gone to Puglia, you know, off into the coast and done it really kind of a real behind the scenes approach to it? Um, but we go again to faraway places, New Zealand, uh, quite popular. We go to South Africa, Vietnam, um, and of course, yeah. some great ones right here in the United States, uh, including where I live and where Greg lives right there in Florida. We have tours uh, in Georgia and Florida, uh, right in our, our own backyard here. Very cool. And so, so you do Bike and boat tours. That, that yeah. sounds like a great way to go. Now you mentioned too. Are, are the are you uh, do you do others in in other areas or is it those we, two right now? Uh, oh no, we, uh, bike and boat. We do actually. We have a total of fourteen offerings. And keeping in mind, some of them obviously go back and forth, so different directional uh, oh, yeah. on the same you know yeah. basic pattern. But we do bike and boat with that small ship in Croatia. So that's more like a yachty type of experience. Not the mega yacht, but super you know, nice and uh, great for our groups. We do barges. So barges were uh, retrofitted barges. We do those in uh, Moselle River and also in Holland and Belgium. I've personally oh, wow. done the Holland and Belgium. And then we do bike and river cruise. So our river cruise partner is Emerald Cruises. Um, very nice operator of, of river cruises. In that instance, we are passengers within. So our group plots within a regular sailing, obviously, that we schedule. Um, difference being when you come to port, there's our great uh, bike tour waiting shoreside for you with our leaders, bikes, everything. And off you go and then come back. And again, you're, you're a cruise passenger at night. Wow. I love it. I love it. Jeez. So, about and again, I, I, everyone has their own vision of a bike tour, and 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 for me, like a, I think Europe would be a great place to do it. But all I can see are the, you know, the, the videos of the Tour de France, and the, you know, the cobblestones, and the, you know, going up the mountains and all that. What, what's the terrain like for some of these trips? Sure. So uh, when we when we think back to what we talked about, who goes with us? Yeah. Um, we we want that real mainstream audience. So uh, we try to keep to paved roads and paths. There are a few destinations that get a little lumpy, like uh, New Zealand. But what we do is we use a specialized bike with a little a bigger tire for everyone there because um, mm -hmm. you get a little gravel here and there. Um, we actually are introducing gravel bikes to some destinations where there's gravel rides, like up in Maine. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, we keep to that. We like to keep out of traffic, obviously, because this is, again, vacation. Mm -hmm. uh, we like people to ride at their own pace. So we go to places where you're not going to be bunched up and you know, which can create a little bit of chaos sometimes. Um, so we go to places like 
farmlands and and that. Now I will say on your cobblestones when you're riding in, sometimes it can be a little bumpy going into small <laughs> towns. But um, the good news is usually there's a nice uh, meal and maybe a cold beer waiting for you in that town, so you can get through it. Uh, I love it. I love it. How about the distance? You know, what's your typical like miles per day uh, average? Yeah, so it, it does vary by tour and then, of course, throughout the tour days. Every tour will always have a warm-up day, so really, let's get mm-hmm. you in. Let's get you comfortable with your bike. Let's make any adjustments that we might need to do, you know, for seats and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, most tours would average 25 to 35 miles per day, um, and they're always going to be broken up into segments. So you're not just driving on your bike 35 miles mm-hmm. and see you later. We'll, we'll do this again tomorrow. You're using the bike for maybe 10 miles, stopping. Um, some great cultural stops blended into each and every day, food stops, tastings, meals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on you go. What's really super nice is if you're not feeling any bit of the riding, uh, we have a support vehicle that's available to you. So one of the yeah. leaders on tour will be there. I could ride for five minutes and say, you know, today's not my day. And up goes my bike and me into the vehicle. And I can still continue and enjoy the other components of the tour. Mm-hmm. That day, I just may not be on a bike the whole time. Mm-hmm. Still seeing great sights and all that. Exactly. Wow. And yeah. and it's pretty interesting. I mean, I'm a bike. I, I like being on the bike, but it's really interesting sometimes just <laughs> riding with these great local leaders that, uh, that work for us and are with the guests the whole time mm-hmm. because you get a nice perspective of what they're doing and, um, extra little, you know, pointing out things that when you're on a bike, maybe they're not riding right on top of you to show those to you. So it's kind of interesting in the vehicle yeah. at times. You know, you know, Glenn, that's actually a good segue because we have a client who's been on, on one of your tours. I asked her to join us today, but unfortunately she, she was not available. But she did send me some notes. I just want to read them. It said, I had a fabulous opportunity of going on VBT through Austria, Italy, and Slovenia. Mm. Um, She said, I'm just a weekend cyclist who enjoyed recreational rides around my home, so I I was concerned that I would not be able to keep up with the the rest of the group. But she said, incredible guides led our trip, uh, and they were encouraging and supportive. The the trails were mostly flat. She said that the VPT guides had a supply and gear wagon, in this case, the wagon was a very comfortable van that carried chocolates, biscuits, ah. fruit, and drinks to our rest areas. Not a bad option if you get tired, but mm-hmm. she just raved about the guides. She yeah. said they, they were with them the whole time, very fluent in English, very, you know, really knew the area and the history, and, and, and she just loved every part of it. So I just wanted to share that with you. Yeah, for sure. And uh, when I go through the list of what is included in a tour, what, you know, we're talking about VBT, but same for country walkers. First and foremost is the local leaders. We call them on tour, uh, on a bike tour and um, guides on a walking tour and they're local to where you travel to. So it's not, you know, someone like, yeah, I could go fumble my way through and take a group somewhere and follow a map and do that. But when you're walking down the street and there's 
your leader's cousin Gino across the way and you're like, Hey, cousin Gino, how you doing? And, you know, have these little conversations and you're like, wow, I am really with an expert local person that's going to show me their town, you know, the way mm. that's meant to be. Mm. Very, very cool. So I know you guys are experts at making sure that the trip has gorgeous weather, sunshine, almost 24-7, but on occasion, yeah. <laughs> when the rain clouds come or, or even snow, what, what, what happens? Yeah, and ironically, we did have a little snow last year uh, <laughs> in some of our earlier tours, but um, it actually ends up being kind of funny you know, funny little experience. Cause yeah. again, we're not talking blizzards. We're talking a little dusting, <laughs> but it's still interesting. Um, now, but back to the, you know, when we look at our, our great leaders, uh, we put a lot on them to make that decision. So mm-hmm. if you're, if you've got, you know, a little bit of rain, something going on, they'll put it out to the guests. If it's safe to do so, if they want to still ride the bike, they can. Uh, otherwise, there'll be alternate activities that they have, you know, in their back pockets, so to speak. Um, I've been on tours where it's not necessarily wind and snow, or excuse me, rain and snow. It was wind. We were kayaking in Florida, and it's just too windy to enjoy it. So yeah. we supplemented it with a, um, a walking tour of Driftwood Beach, and then we still uh, were able to then add another feature in St. Augustine. So a little bit on the fly, um, but very, you know, very well managed um, at times. Same tour, we had a pouring driving rainstorm and everybody wanted to ride in Jekyll Island. Every single guest rode and and did it. So it wasn't like anyone was going to get in any serious danger. It was just they're going to get wet. So, uh, and that, but yeah, definitely a lot of, um, fluid, fluid movement on tour if weather comes up. Yeah. Wow. So we're biking by day and then, uh, at night lodging, you go to your destination. What, what is the lodging like on the trips? Sure. So, uh, we we're a premium brand, so we like to stay in premium lodging, um, Everyone always equates it to stars, particularly in Europe, where we, you know, have a great amount of tours. But four and five star lodging, very unique, family owned, uh, unique destinations, uh, locations, um, and varies throughout the tour. So you're not staying in cookie cutter accommodations three different times during a tour week. Each lodging is going to have its own little nuance that you're going to remember where you stayed and. And oh yeah, that's that hotel that had that great ocean view and and so mm-hmm. forth. So um, lodging is definitely a big part of our tour. And the other big factor when we choose lodging is uh, location. So we don't want people when you're on a bike tour to have to be in a vehicle or van for hours on end just to get to the start of a ride. So we centralize it so a lot of times we can leave on a bike, come back on a bike, and limited time in the in an actual vehicle while we're out on tour very very cool so it sounds like there's a lot included in the uh the biking tour of the package you mind just going through exactly anything we missed or anything that's not included for that matter? yeah so we mentioned those great local leaders um you get all your equipment so you get a bike that's fit to your height and your style so your style uh is the road bike, the e-bike, 
the hybrid bike uh, and that's what you'd pick. And then you'd provide your height and any other nuances. Like sometimes people have a height, but maybe their legs are super long. So we need to make sure we have the right size frame for them. Uh, You'll get a, a bike bag, lights, everything you need to function on tour. Uh, on a bicycle, a water bottle when you get there. Uh, The lodging, you get um, a ride with GPS program that you will have all your routes loaded right. You load it on your phone. Um, You'll get meals, uh, breakfast always. Anytime you travel with us, you get breakfast every day. And then about half of the lunches and dinners or more uh, are done as a group and the other half are done independently, which is kind of nice. So you, yeah. you're, you're with your fellow tour mates at times and then, uh, you know, you get a little independence and then off the bike experiences. So every day, every part of the day, so morning and afternoon, there's an experience. It could be a tasting. It could be a museum visit. It could be a cultural stop. That's going to be included. Uh, if it's in the tour itinerary, it's included in the tour price. Um, very limited, if any, options where you'd have to pay for anything extra while you're on the tour, other than, again, those non-included meals. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? You'll get your support vehicle, of course, as part of the tour. Um and 24-7 service. If you have an issue, you know, getting to, from, or on the tour, we have a service that's available all the time for any guest that travels with us. So how about, yeah, the transportation uh, to the start and then obviously uh, ending the trip? Yeah, so domestically, uh, all of our guests would provide their own transportation. Uh, That's U.S.-operated tours. We do have a few times where we'll run shuttles, you know, from a, an airport, um, keep on going back to my Florida and Georgia, but we, uh, generate a lot of people would fly into Jacksonville. So we provide a transfer from there to Jekyll Island, um, any international tour. So starting right with Canada and moving across the world, we offer an option of an air package An air package would include your international flights transfers on each end of those flights. So arrival and departure, a pre-night hotel and a post-night hotel. Um, So start and finish and breakfast included with that. And then the opportunity within that package to extend in what we call extensions. And they're typically two night additional lodging that's applied. You know, you can apply it to the front, to the back or both. And um, some of the extensions get a little bit more involved. Like in South Africa, it's an actual safari that someone can add on to their bike trip and book it all through us. We'll coordinate all that air for them. Um, Super nice way to go. We like to provide it at a really good price as well. And, you know, when you think about complications of travel these days, it's nice to have our team, our dedicated air team, who actually I'm in charge of, uh, who's going to take care of all those arrangements and you don't have to worry about the constant, you know, changes that could come up. Yeah. You, you know, one of the things that we do um, and we tell our clients, especially if you're traveling overseas, get there the day before the tour. Yeah. Definitely, definitely book a pre-stay because 
we've had issues again with either airline problems or weather issues or or whatever. So we always try and tell them book the book the pre stay at the very least. So it, at least you're there for a day. You can get over your jet lag or whatever, and you and then you're you know then you're all ready for the, for the actual tour itself. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's how we design these. Um, one one big point that I like, and when I go on tour, and our guests love it, is you know you you fly overnight, you you do your pre night, and our leaders come to you. So when you're at that pre night hotel, you're not oh wow, let me set my alarm because I got to get across town and find the X Y Z hotel or the middle of nowhere to get on my bike. They're coming right to the lobby of the hotel. He had a great breakfast, and off you go as a group, luggage, everything, off you go to the tour, safe and sound with great leadership right from the moment that tour day begins. Wow. So, Clay, how about uh, you mentioned a number of activities that you guys provide. Uh, anything we missed? Any uh, other activities besides biking? Um, yeah. So, when... Like I mentioned, when we include them in the itinerary, they're included. So you can, I'll give you a, for instance, I did our Chile tour in April. Um, Within that, we did a wine mixing class. So we actually ended up with a wine mixing competition of which I was on the winning squad. Um, And we, you think, oh, it's just pouring wine. (laughs) We literally had like scientific formulas sketched out on, on paper. Um, you know, things like that. We went crab fishing. We, uh, I mentioned kayaking on Florida, mm-hmm. cooking classes. So we'll populate a local restaurant and make ourselves dinner on tour. We'll do, again, a lot of wine tastings. Our Piedmont tour visits the wine bank of Italy, uh, where they all the wineries send their wine to be uh, characterized and, and viewed over several years. So we get yeah. to tap into some of that as well. Um, I've been on a tour when I did our bike and barge, we broke into small groups and actually went to people's homes in Holland and sat and had coffee, beer, and tea with them (laughs) and, uh, and really exchanged our cultural, you know, back and forth and in groups of four. So, you know, things like that really make above and beyond, you know, just riding a bike on tour, make it really memorable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, last question I have is just overall safety precautions uh, with a bike vacation. And sure, what comes to mind. Yeah, so I mentioned a little bit of the equipment that we provide. One of them, obviously, is um, we use lights on the bikes. Just yeah. night, we're not riding at night, but during the day. Um, our expert leaders who know the roads and um, also the GPS, the way it's set up. It tells you when there's something that may be to be concerned about, like crossing a road, watch for traffic here, just known areas that you can't really avoid on the path. Um, but if you know about them and you know about that they're coming up, it's telling you, hey, you know, tapping it on your shoulder, this is coming up. Um, and that, of course, all of our leaders are skilled in uh, first aid, CPR knowledge of what to do in emergencies. And um, and then again, I mentioned our 24-7 support, which comes into play in any medical situation that could come up as well. Yeah, very good. Anything uh, that we missed, Glenn or Greg, anything you want to highlight with your 
experience? Well, first of all, you know, um, there are plenty of people here in Southwest Florida who love biking. And there are a lot of biking clubs, either uh, mm. in Naples, in um, uh, Bonita Springs, Estero, Fort Myers. So biking is very, very, very uh, popular. And I think bike vacations is a great opportunity for them. So, you know, again, we'd be more than happy to work with Glenn and get you booked on one of these fabulous VBT bike vacations. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. And and as a fellow Southwest Floridian uh, here in Cape Coral, I totally agree. Uh, your opportunities might be a little bit better down where you are in Bonita, um, just because it's, it's not set up great here in Cape Coral for riding. So what better excuse to, to load up yourself and head on out yeah. to a, a vacation where it is nice and uh, safe and easy to ride around on a bike. But beyond that, it's again, those other experiences where you come back and you say, wow, not only did I ride a bike, I feel really good about this, but I ate well and I you know, saw all these great sites, experiences, great activities, and I'm yeah. ready to go again. That's what I love about it. You know, just being active, you feel better, um, more energy and, um, you know, it's, um, yeah, great, great way to see the world. So yeah, Plus it's, cool. a, it's a great way to work off all the chocolate and beer that you're drinking. There you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, yeah. Our, our guests like to eat and drink and be merry at times. So it's good. Yeah. They, uh, they really enjoy the experience. Yeah. Um, we have a really high repeat rate, too. So when you talk about the people jumping out for the first time, uh, two-thirds of those people are going to come back again right away and say, yeah. wow, this is a great new way for me to travel, um, even though we've been around since 1971. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's a great way that they want to invest in their travel experiences in the future and a lot of times you'll be on tour and they'll be picking out their next destination already yeah. thumbing yeah. through the catalogs or looking on the phone or whatever it may be to pick that out oh, terrific so for listeners who want to learn more about bike tours and you know book one hopefully i encourage them uh what's what's the best way for them to uh, do so so you can reach us here uh, at 239-603-604. Uh, let me try that again. 603-6040. And also on our website at uh, BonitaSpringsTravel.com. And uh, we work very closely with Glenn and, and VBT Vacations. So we'd be more than happy to help you plan that special bike vacation anywhere in the world. And give us a call. Terrific. Well, Glenn, appreciate you uh, jumping on here and sharing your experience. And uh, Greg, please let Laurie know she was missed and we wish her the best. And we'll see her and you in the next episode. Sounds great. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Glenn. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Dream Vacations. To learn more about our travel business, go to BonitaSpringsTravel.com or you can call us at 239-603-6040. Again, that's 239-603-6040. Let's make your dream vacation come true.